Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To be in a relationship and make that person feel better about themselves when they're around you is to understand that leadership is fluid and there are going to be times where I'm leading, there's going to be times when you're leading. And that if you can follow into being a follower as rapidly as you take the leadership role, it just feels rad. Another thing which I want to go deep into is defining roles. This has been massive for us because I feel like, especially my role in the relationship has absolutely changed from the time we were going to get married to where we are now. So talk to me about what you feel, or like actually you were the one that came up with the phrase defining roles. Yeah, so I think that it's really been a fascinating journey going from I was going to work and be the provider and you were going to take care of the home and the kids um, and then no longer thinking about having kids and then going in and founding a company together. It's been, it's been really incredible. So in the beginning, I, I'll say that we had sort of a blunt force trauma view of it. So I had always thought of the alpha is good and powerful and the beta is sort of weak and subservient. Um, and we saw this documentary about wolves and the beta was bigger and stronger and was just a fucking beast. The alpha was the decision maker. Um, So we had always talked, I was the alpha, you were the beta. With that understanding in mind, you're not weak, you're not subservient at all. It's a partnership and we just have different roles. Neither role is better than the other, they're just different. And once you understand like where someone sort of naturally gravitates to, then it's like you can own, because a big struggle for me in the beginning was I felt for you to find me sexually attractive, that I had to be better than you at everything. And that if I wasn't, that you would think I was weak and you wouldn't be attracted to me anymore. And I remember I had this breakthrough that came from this movie I'd watched as a little kid called Daryl. It was about this android kid and he realizes that his mom feels um, useless because he's perfect. He doesn't need anything. He's AI. So it's like he, he doesn't have needs or anything. And so the mom just feels completely um, unnecessary. And that's really devastating for her. So he realizes, oh, I actually, it's, it would be good for me to be imperfect. And so I finally had that realization with you where it's like, wait a second, Daryl had it right all this time. And me trying to be better than you at everything is creating all the stress. It makes me look like a dumbass. It just is really stupid. And I thought, who ever would want to be worse at everything than the person that they're with so that the other person's always better at everything. That'd be a fucking miserable existence. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's really be honest. There are definitely things that you're better at than I am. And the weird thing is there are many traditionally male things. Mm -hmm. So um, logistics, um, spatial orientation, systems. It's like all things that I'm just uniquely terrible at, you're really good with. And so it it was sort of jarring to be like, 
wait, these are supposed to be the things that I'm good at. I'm not. You really are gifted. And then once I started saying, you're better at this than I am. And then we began to go, okay, well, here's where Lisa's better. Here's where you're better. And I'll hear you out. You hear me out. But basically, this is your domain. You make the decision. This is my domain. I'll make the decision. So using business terms, um, you've got the visionary and you've got the integrator. And that, I think, is is very powerful to, for people to understand sort of at a high level, like where are you, even if it's just with a family dynamic. You know, where are you? Who's good at what? What are your areas of expertise? When are you going to say, okay, this is where you really shine? When are you going to say this is where I really shine? And you want to uncover every rock to find places where your partner is amazing. And you want to celebrate them for that. And you want to make sure that they know that they're rad there. You want to make sure that you carve out the space for them to be awesome there because it's going to make them feel good. Mm. And it's one of the key ways um, to be in a relationship and make that person feel better about themselves when they're around you is to understand that leadership is fluid and there are going to be times where I'm leading, there's going to be times when you're leading. And that if you can follow into being a follower as rapidly as you take the leadership role, it just feels rad. And when you're doing it in a way that makes sense, meaning I'm going to follow you when you're the right person to lead and you're going to follow me when I'm the right person to lead, um, it it gets pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah, I remember very early on us having that discussion. Um, and initially, when we were talking about roles, it was definitely more traditional about, you're going to go out and work, I'm going to stay home, I'll cook, I'll clean, I'll take care of the bills. And we had a plan, it was, we were going to make enough money so that we could um, make our own movies. But we had definitely defined those roles. And over time, you had gone into entrepreneurship, you were really deep in that, and I was basically a stay-at-home wife and I was not enjoying it. And over time, it started to really weigh on me. Um, and I started to realize that I was changing. So as we started Quest, I was changing. I started to realize, oh my God, I actually love this business side of things. And it really scared me because I felt like there's this part that was I was really enjoying but I didn't want to let you down and I didn't want to go back on my word. I felt like we had made an agreement and this is kind of almost showing that I didn't have a growth mindset back then because right now I'd be like, yeah, well, of course I'm growing. So this is the new me. But back then I didn't realize it. I didn't think of it like that. And so I felt terrified to talk to you, to tell you how much I love this other side of things and how I no longer wanted to be a stay-at-home wife. I no longer wanted to take care of you. Now that didn't mean I didn't love you but I didn't want to take care of you. I didn't want to cook for you all the time. I didn't want to put your clothes out. And I wasn't sure how you would react to that. Like, am I the person going back on the agreement? Am I, um, you know, not bringing my half to the whole? You are for sure. You're going out every day and you're working hard. And the last thing I wanted was um, for you to think that I was just taking that for granted. But there was a lot of emotion in like that went on for me. And so I had to finally sit you down and talk to you and just be honest. And you basically said, like, who doesn't want their clothes put out for them? Who doesn't want to be mm. cooked for them? It's freaking amazing. It's rad. Why would I not want that? Um, but the only thing that I would want even more is to see you happy. And so if that means that I have to stop having my food, you know, cooked and stuff like that, then so be it. Because your happiness is the, the thing that I seek for the most. But you need to give me time to mourn. Mm. And that was so powerful. Can you explain what you mean by that and why that was important? Yeah, so as a kid, I dreamed I'll be the provider, which made me feel very powerful. And, and I, I, don't, I don't advise anyone to take for granted how powerful that is. Now, typically for a guy, but not always. Um, but for a guy as, as a, you know, looking at the bell curve sort of right in the middle, I would say most guys, 
that gives them this sense of like pride and purpose and meaning, which do not overlook that. You, you have to process through it at a minimum. You don't have to accept it, but you have to understand it. And so that's always what I wanted. I wanted more than anything to be able to work so that you could stay at home, not realizing that that would not be fulfilling for you. But I didn't even understand fulfillment at the time. So I get that. You're taking care of me. You're really allowing me to build the business. And I suddenly had this real like heartbreak for people who the husband and wife choose, the husband goes and works, the wife doesn't, they end up getting divorced. And the wife's like, what the fuck? We had always agreed that I was going to help you build your career. And now I'm having to start over. And I had this real sense of like, yo, I could not do what I'm doing. I couldn't work as hard or be as focused if you weren't facilitating my life, which is why I always said you were the CEO of Bill U Enterprises. It's like, you were making sure that I was able to go do all of the things that I wanted to do, kept the house in order. It was like, you would tell me where to be, when are we doing what and all that. And that was incredibly, incredibly valuable. So to me, it was like, hey, this is working. This is amazing. Um, not yet understanding you're not being fulfilled. I see you start to take off all the things that you were doing before. They stop getting done. There's a little sense of like, oh, whoa, like that meaning and purpose that I had before, it's, it's not making sense anymore. And so now I'm losing connection to what I thought was my role and I'm losing you know, some very amazing perks of being in this relationship and I need a red hot minute to, to get through that. And so I thought that I was like, you know, I'm not being as like, yeah, fuck yeah, like do what you want, do your thing. And so I needed that second to reorient. What did that process look like in your mind to it reorient? It was entirely the phrase. There would be nothing more, um, nothing would shout, shatter my own values faster than not wanting you to be exactly what you want to be and supporting you every step of the way. So it was like, yes, you feel some kind of way about losing something that you had, both the vision and just, like you said, it's rad to have somebody who's looking after you 24 seven. It's fucking amazing. And so, yes, you're losing that. And yes, it doesn't feel good. And anybody that would ask you to be like, this is awesome. Um, it's just not being realistic. But at the same time, like at, at the absolute core of my being is I want you to be happy, but like fulfilled happy at like the deepest core part of your soul. And whatever room we have to make in the relationship for that to happen, then we need to do it and we need to do it immediately. And, and that to me, man, that's just like, if you want your relationship to succeed in the long run, you really do have to put the, the bond, the pair as the, the primary importance, right? You can't pretend you don't have your wants and needs, but you also can't pretend that the other person doesn't have theirs and they are of equal importance. Like no matter, because at the time I was the breadwinner for sure. And so there was no like, well, you're the breadwinner. She should take the back seat. It's like, no, motherfucker. Like whatever you're doing, half that shit is hers. She has earned it. So whatever you guys have, um, you need to make that space. And I really, 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 really believe and view us as equals. So when we founded Impact Theory, I told the lawyer, make it the ultimate divorce nightmare. Because they were like, uh, one of you should be 51%, the other should be 49%. And you even said, you be 51%. Like, it's not a problem. And I was like, absolutely not, under no circumstances. Make it the ultimate divorce nightmare. We are 50-50 equal. If we deadlock, that's fucking it. And I bet on our ability to navigate that. And I love that. And most people probably watching and listening don't have a business together like ours. But the core of what you're saying, I think, is so important, whether it's in a business or just in your personal life. It needs to be seen as 50-50 all along the way. And you both have to come into agreement about what that looks like. Because 
it could have been a moment that we would have broken up. Like if I had turned to you and said, I don't want to be a stay at home wife anymore. I want to go into business. Mm. I want to find my own path. And you like disagreed or you said, yeah, but babe, but you had said, I think I probably may have relinquished looking back now. Like if you're like, but babe, like, but we're going to have a family. Like, aren't you going to, that would have been the death of us, right. right? Maybe not immediately, maybe a year, two, three years down the road. But the fact that you were so open to giving me the space to, for me to become who I am and who yeah. I'm growing into be, like that's so important. And I do the same with you. Even though I knew you're always ambitious and you always have big dreams, it's making sure I'm always giving you the space to be able to do that um, and not feel like you're asking me for permission. But, um, but definitely the buy-in.